Welcome, I'm Amy Kelly, also known as the Ish Girl. What's an Ish Girl? She's someone who has humorous grace with herself after discovering she's messed up or flaked out again. Something that comes in handy if you're working with or raising middle schoolers. A former middle school teacher and mom to two teens of my own, I know the hair pulling, heart filling, crazy making, and joy filled experiences that come with teens. I created the In the Middle of It podcast for teachers and parents just like you who want to support and impact the teens in your life. Each week, I'll be sharing stories and strategies to encourage and equip you so that you can truly become the grown up your teens remember, a meaningful mentor who helped them find their way. Well, hey there and welcome, friends. I am so excited to be back after a hiatus over this past month. I hope that you guys have enjoyed the best of episodes that I carefully curated during my absence. They are some of my absolute favorites and truly they're some of my foundational content. So if you missed those, make sure you go back and listen to the episodes that I put out there. They're called Best Of and it's mostly during the month of October. So if you're a super curious person like I am, you might be wondering where I've been during this month of October and I can share it in one word, band, or as we like to call it here in the Kelly house, Bandtober. Now, I think I've shared that my daughter is a senior this year, and we are determined not to miss a thing, especially after COVID. We're just so grateful for the things that we used to take for granted, like getting to watch her march at football games and for the month of October, marching in the contest that she and her band are part of. Now, I'm not familiar with how other states do it, but here in Texas, Band is part of the hoopla that is Friday Night Lights, and band has its own universe of competition, good-natured rivalry, and just plain craziness. Now, in October, that means competitions every weekend from invitational ones that usually last from like 9 a.m. on Saturday all the way through to like 11 o'clock at night if you make the finals to UIL regional and area contests that determine which bands move on to the state finals kind of in the school network of things. So you take that into account and then you throw in all of the practices. And as you might imagine, we've been eating, breathing and sleeping band for the past month. Then Phoebe's band made it to the state competition, which added another week and a half to the schedule, as well as lots of excitement. And we ended up spending several days in San Antonio watching the 30 some odd bands compete. And we were so proud of our kiddos that placed 15th in the preliminary competition for state. So here is where I want to give a shout out to my daughter's band directors. They are phenomenal teachers, phenomenal humans, really. And I am so impressed with the way that they're able to strike that elusive balance between requiring the best out of students and communicating their respect and care for them to them. So kudos to the Trailblazer Band and thank you, Lord, that marching season is over. Okay, thank you guys for bearing with me during this proud mama monologue. And speaking of being a mama, it's crazy the kind of emotions that senior year evokes. The milestone of graduation and moving out for college is looming so closely. And it is so shocking how quickly we got here. 
And I've reflected a lot lately on my kids' journey to independence. Now that they're mostly there, it's reminded me of how things really ramped up when they hit middle school when it comes to independence. And I have to admit that it's been a bumpy ride, and I know that I have made so many mistakes along the way. Which is why I am so glad that you're here today, because I'm going to be talking about that struggle knowing how and when to let go in order to give our kids, our middle schoolers in particular, more independence. It's part of the reason that parenting and teaching this age group is so challenging, because it can often seem like one day our middle schoolers want to be treated or even act like they're much younger, and other days it's the exact opposite, and they want to be treated as much older kids, and quite honestly, Sometimes they things come out of their mouth that are so wise and so mature. So it is messy and it can be hard to know what freedoms to give and what boundaries to keep in place because there's so many moving parts. Do we look at age, maturity, level of responsibility, what their friends are getting to do? Because I'll let you in on a dirty little secret here. When my kids tell me that so-and-so's parents are letting them fill in the blank here, I do have this voice in my head that's questioning my decisions. Does that kid's parents really let them do that? Am I being too strict to not allow it? And while it would be great to have a one-size-fits-all solution, that is definitely not what I'm offering today. Like pretty much everything else I talk about on this podcast, the road to independence with your kids is all about, one, knowing your child, two, managing yourself, And three, cultivating a foundation of respect between you and your teen. Now, I could just drop the mic there, but I'm going to expand a little bit on each of those three things. So knowing your child goes beyond knowing what their favorites are. So what I mean when I talk about knowing your kiddos is not just being aware of their favorite color or who their friends are or what books and movies they like. Yes, those things are important, very important. However, for independence, we're looking at where they are developmentally too. Now, this is a great opportunity for me to remind you about something that I first started talking about in episodes 35 and 36 of the podcast, which actually those are a couple of those best of episodes that I replayed during the month of October. So be sure to definitely check those out. So what I'm talking about is something that has changed my parenting game. And it's influenced so much of what I talk about right now. And that is developmental appropriateness in our middle schoolers. Now, I could go on and on about it. But once you understand that the development our kids go through during their middle school years is a lot like the development they went through from birth to about three years old, it is a perspective shifter. Now, if you want to dig deeper into that, I highly encourage you to go back and listen to those episodes. But for here, what I'll say is that our kids' push for independence is absolutely appropriate. When we understand it as part of the healthy process of moving towards adulthood, it's something that we can embrace with gratitude, even when it's super frustrating and challenging. Okay, the next piece of moving our kids towards independence is actually all about us. So when it comes to managing ourselves, especially around this area of independence, we really have to look at our long-term vision. 
For example, yes, the short-term goal of having a clean bathroom means that it might be a lot easier for me to just wipe that bathroom down myself rather than nagging my teens to do it. However, when I look at my long-term goal, which is for my teens to be responsible adults, holding them accountable for cleaning that bathroom is the better decision. And as a side note there, I can absolutely do that without nagging. Now, the next piece of managing yourself is you have to ask yourself, is this too much too soon or is this the Cinderella syndrome? And what I mean by this is that for parents, one of the most challenging parts about this transition to independence is leaning too far in one direction. Either you're tipping toward more responsibility than freedom or vice versa, and you're tipping towards too much freedom and no responsibility. If you tend towards that first one, your teens might feel resentful. If you lean towards the second one, they may start to feel entitled. And staying in the center isn't easy. And I would say if you are wanting to draw what our teen growth looks like, it's more like a spirograph drawing than a nice neat line. You're going to be circling around and back to the same things over and over again, gradually expanding. Okay, the third piece of helping your kids walk this journey towards independence is cultivating respect. And the first thing you have to do here is take them seriously. Taking your child seriously sends the message that you value them. And during your conversations, you can do that by affirming that you understand their ideas and responding to them with empathy and validation. And also, being willing to accept a different perspective. I don't know about you, but I have often been blown away by some of my kids' thoughts and ideas. And I would also, in this area of taking them seriously and cultivating respect, strongly caution you to disagree respectfully and only on the big stuff. You want to hit ideas and values versus taste and preference. So you may not like the sound of their music, but it is respectful to try it and to listen to it and not, dare I say, mock it or put it down just because it's not to your taste. So the next thing you want to do as far as cultivating respect is to listen generously Now, listening generously is going a step beyond active listening, and it involves withholding judgment, listening to understand, not to respond, and clarifying by reflecting or paraphrasing and using nonverbal cues like nodding, eye contact, and facial expressions. And generous listening does all of that. And in addition, it is characterized by assuming the very best about the person who's communicating. You are assuming the best about their intentions, their meanings, and their goals as well. And then lastly, with cultivating respect, you want to just be curious. Curiosity can turn an interrogation into a conversation. The energy and the intent that we hold behind our questions can make all the difference in the world in terms of respect. You can be curious with your teens by using open-ended questions rather than yes-no ones and using the word what instead of and not the word why because why implies judgment and by staying far, far away from a demanding tone. Strengthening these three skills, knowing our teens, managing ourselves, and cultivating respect It sets the foundation for helping our middle schoolers move toward independence. 
And I think it would be useful here to define independence and really nail down what it means in the context of raising our teens. For our purposes, when I say independence, I'm alluding to four key characteristics. Responsibility, they show up and they follow through on their commitments. Accountability, they resolutely face consequences when they've messed up or made a mistake and they reconcile and make restitution when it's appropriate. Industriousness, they identify their wants and needs and work diligently for them. And resourcefulness, they problem solve and implement solutions. Now, these are four key traits that PhD Carl Pickhart describes in an article that I've included um, in the show notes. It's from Psychology Today. If you'd like to go a little deeper and read about that, I would highly encourage that. So you might be listening to those things and stressing out about the huge canyon or abyss that lies between your kiddos and those descriptions. Or if we're going to be super transparent, that lies even between ourselves and those descriptions. The great news is we can all learn independent skills, and that includes our teens. It is a muscle that can be strengthened and As parents and teachers, there are lots of opportunities for us to coach our kids in this and really show up as their personal trainers. And that is what we're going to be talking about in the next few episodes, specifically starting with choice. And if you are interested in some teen books, some YA books that really talk about choices, then I would encourage you to check out my Instagram post because I have done a whole section on quotes from different YA books that all talk about choices. Because I would say having choices is one of the hallmarks of independence. So if you want to check that out, head over to Instagram where you will find me at The Ish Girl Reads. And there will also be a link to that in my show notes. Okay, friends, thank you so much for being here with me today. Again, I am just so excited to be back and talking and sharing with you guys and spending this beautiful fall together. From an Ish Girl who is deeply grateful to have fully enjoyed every minute of Bantober with our daughter, I am so grateful to be in the middle of it together. Oh,